Test, test, test. Here we go. You're listening to The Ranked Podcast, where your hosts, Nick Norris, Aaron Patterson, and Justin Knight, are on the hunt for the most iconic year in sports history. Nineteen thirty-six is the year this year, Justin. It's your favorite year of all time, if I remember correctly. Uh, nineteen thirty-six, you say? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the Great Depression's going on. Um, you know, Hitler's about. You know, in Germany, pretty much his his rules coming up to its peak. You know. Um. Yeah, it's a great time. You know, it's great year. <laughs> uh, it's getting. It's getting. By the way. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, the just Great to Depression. make sure, because I know there's some crazy people out there. It was a joke. I'm not being serious. Uh, but you're right. The Great Depression was coming to an end, starting to fade it was away. To an end, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hitler's Germany was starting to rear up. There was getting getting ready to go and destroy everything. And uh, hey, the world's on the brink of another. Oh, what's that? Do, uh, we should do the best year in history. Oh, like that'd that. be interesting. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. We should do that one week. Yeah, uh, we should do that. Or no, should we do the worst series. year? Or the maybe we could do the worst and the best year and compare. Yeah, we could do like a series. Find the best years and then yeah. find the worst years. Yeah. Well, Justin, that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about sports. All right, uh, so sports, get it out of your head. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Anyway, we have a very special guest, and by guest, I mean a recurring host that's just been missing for a while. Aaron is going to Oh my do... gosh. Wow. <laughs> now, don't get too excited. He's not here live, uh, Justin. Boo. He pre-recorded some stuff. But he's going to tell us about the big inventions of 1936. So let's let's take a little breather. Me and you, we can we can take a break. We can we can get some cheese, some wine and just lay back and relax while Aaron tells us about mm. some inventions of I 1936. I, I think I'd rather have my ears cut off than listen to his voice. Okay. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Now I know you're a busy bee, but why don't you tell us some uh, some inventions that came from the year 1936, if you don't mind? So, uh, the first bottle with a screw cap, the first Volkswagen car, the Hoover Dam, Bell Labs invents the voice recognition machine. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now, now, out of those, which would you say is the most important, Aaron? Uh. Whichever one is the most important, because because otherwise it would be the Hoover Dam, because that is the largest of those four things. And the bigger is always the better, as we all know. Anyway, uh, goodbye, Aaron. We'll talk to you later in the episode when we get back to birthdays and deaths. Well, Justin, great. We're back. You didn't even have to listen to it, aren't you? Aren't you happy? Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm... I I just edited it in. It was seamless for us. It was a second for everybody else. They listened to Aaron babble on and on. It's awful. Mm, I feel mm. so bad. If I was them, I'd just go ahead and turn off the podcast right there. <laughs> Good thing we opened with that. Mm, yeah. Anyway, let's let's hear your opinion, Justin. Out of the first bottle with a screw cap, the first Volkswagen car, the Hoover Dam. And the first voice recognition machine. Which one of those would you say was the biggest invention in 1936? Wow, um, that's tough. Um, uh, 
it's the it's the Hoover uh, Dam or the Volkswagen, sure. Surely. Yeah, I don't know. The voice recognition machine is is up there too, but I'd say the Hoover yeah. Dam. I yeah. think with, I mean that that dam powers. I mean, how much does it power in the United States? A lot. Yeah. yeah so I mean, that was such a, and especially for the time, I mean that thing was huge. So I'd be, yeah, I'd probably say the Hoover Dam. Yeah. A, a screw cap on a bottle, though. It's not I a tiny thing either. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can't spill yeah. your bottle. I mean, it's you got a top on it. You yeah. knock it over, more than likely they're gonna spill. So yeah. I mean, good stuff. Good stuff. Big year for inventions. Yeah. Let's let's see how I big mean, of a year it was for uh for sports, if you don't mind. Well, well, I guess yeah, if you want to. <laughs> was you were you gonna say something? No, no, I wasn't. I was just <laughs> you continue. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start on January first, nineteen thirty six, with okay. the second. I'm sorry, the 22nd Rose Bowl. Stanford beats SMU 7 to nothing. That was a, a wild game. I'm glad everybody got their money's worth seeing that mm-hmm. one touchdown. Hey, hey, at least SMU, they're still relevant. I mean, think they're ranked, what, 19th, I think? So good for them. Yeah. Uh, well, if you thought that game was boring, here's one. Uh, the second Oof. Sugar Bowl is also on January 1st. TCU beats LSU 3-2. to mm. And to think that Auburn beat Mississippi State 3-2. to I think it was, oh gosh, what year was that? That was like 2005 or six or something like that. Yeah. Now that was a miserable game. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Uh, on January 1st, we also had the second ever Orange Bowl. Catholic University, mm. don't know who that is, beats Mississippi 20 to 19. Imagine you're a university like Old Miss and you lose to Catholic University. <laughs> I wonder if they're still around. I'm going to say probably not. Uh, I would, yeah, I would say no. Maybe there's an online thing now or something. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they uh, don't have any sports. Yeah, it's really not. Not D1 sports, at least. No. Uh, January 15th, we had Horace Stoneham is elected president of New York Giants MLB franchise, succeeds late father Charles, who remains president for the next 40 years, wow. presiding over move to San Francisco before selling team in 1976. Nice. January 27th, we had Australian Championship Men's Tennis. Adrian Quist wins his first Grand Slam event and beats fellow Australian Jack Crawford. And on the 29th, we had the first players elected to Baseball Hall of Fame ever. Nice. Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, Anus Wagner, Christy Matheson, and Walt, yeah. Walter Johnson. Okay, good list. Yeah, nice. And I January think. 30th, uh, we have new owners of Baseball's Boston Braves survey newspaper journalists. Let's pick a new team, team name. Uh, they go. They are known as the Bees in 1940, but returned to Braves in 1941. So the Boston yeah. Bees. The Boston Bees. I don't know about all that. <laughs> uh, why don't you pick up for us in February, if you don't mind? Okay. I guess you did this on purpose, because I'm going to try my best to read this. So February 6th, <laughs> you had the fourth Winter Olympic Games open in Garmisch Partenkirchen, Germany. I apologize to anybody that lives there. <laughs> That's okay. Place. They were evil at this time, so we're allowed to uh, mispronounce them. That's true. Yeah, screw you, Jeremy. I'm sorry <laughs> if anybody's listening once again. Uh, February 8th, 1936, you had the NFL draft. First ever NFL draft. Uh, Jay Bernwagner from the University of Chicago was the first pick by Philadelphia Eagles. So good for him. First ever draft pick. I wonder Jay what. Bernwagner. I'm going to look up what he was offered while you continue reading him. Uh, I'd probably say a nice, uh, probably about what, $2,000, $3,000? Probably. <laughs> probably I'll see. Like I'll see. He was the Heisman, uh, I believe. 
So. Oh, nice. Uh, but you can continue. I'll uh, I'll research this here. Okay, yeah, you go ahead. All right. Uh, so next we have the first ski jumping tournament, Red Wing, Minnesota. Uh, then on February eighth, so a lot of February eighth going on. Uh, you get the first successful Toronto Maple Leaf penalty shot, Conacher versus Rangers. Okay, nice. Uh, February fifteenth, Sanja Hini of Norway becomes the most successful Olympic figure skater ever by winning her third consecutive gold medal at the uh, Winter Games there in Germany. So good. Uh, February 15th, Great Britain's 0-0 tie with the U.S. is enough to clinch their first ever Olympic ice hockey gold medal. At the Winter Games, breaks Canada's four straight games uh, golden streak. So they've won, I guess, what, four straight Olympics winning gold. Of course, it's Canada, no surprise. Uh, February 18th, NHL record 32 points scored. Oh, my gosh. Um, the New York Americans were 28, and the Mont Maroons were 24. Oof, that was an entertaining game. <laughs> um, I've got an answer real quick, if you don't mind me interrupting. Um, okay. On um, Jay Berwinger. Yeah. So, uh, not only was he the first uh, NFL draft pick, he was also the first Heisman Trophy winner. Wow. Uh, he was picked, picked number one overall by the Eagles, in the first draft, uh, but his rights were traded to the uh, Chicago Bears almost immediately. Hmm. But he never plays for either of them or any other NFL team. Oh, so did he just retire? Uh, well, he said that uh, that nobody could agree with his contract demands. <laughs> so, oh, he must have been uh, asking a whole lot. My goodness. Yeah, so he ends up becoming a uh, a foam rubber salesman. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he says later on, he tells in uh, New York Times, uh, he says that they asked me what I wanted. I said $25,000 for two years and a no-cut contracts. We shook hands, said goodbye, and he and I have been good friends ever since. <laughs> uh, I'm going to yeah, look at 20... what $25,000 was in uh, 1936. Well, and during, you know, towards the end of the Great Depression, I'd say, you know, that's asking a lot. Uh, yeah, so uh, 25000 in 1936 would have been about 493000 today. Hmm, okay. So, but that also, 1936, that's very different money then, too. So Yeah, I mean. Uh, not a lot going around. Yeah. yeah, still hard to come by, so. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. interesting. Oh, well, good for him. I hope he was a successful salesman. Yeah, maybe he was. Who knows? Yeah, hey, I mean, and he got to say, I was the first ever Heisman winner. That's first ever NFL draft pick, so. Yeah, yeah that's two huge things. So, yeah. uh, good on him. Good on him. Yeah. Um, I was only half listening. Did you finish through February? <laughs> I sure did. You're in uh, March. <laughs> Great. I was looking up that thing. Uh, so, I'll pick up in March. March 8th, we had the first stock car race held in oh, Daytona nice. Beach, Florida. Um, on March 9th, Babe Ruth turned down the Reds to make a comeback as a player. Well, good for him. Nobody April 6th. Play for the Reds. No, why would they? Uh, April 6th, the third Augusta National Invitation Tournament. Augusta? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading. I'm pulling a wrong Ron Burgundy Holy here. Cow. I'm just reading what I topped. I topped Augusta instead of Augusta. Yeah, Excuse Augusta. Me. There you go. Uh, Horton Smith wins his second Masters. Nice. April 11th, we have the Stanley Cup Final. Maple Leaf Garden, Toronto. Detroit Red Wings beat Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, it's their first uh, championship. Nice. 
And on April 29th, we had the first Pro Bowl. I'm sorry, the first pro baseball game in Japan ever. Wow. Yeah. Well, and that started that kick started a lot because Japan is probably the, I'd say the second country where baseball is played the most. Yeah, it's a pretty big market. That's huge in Japan. So that's pretty cool. I um I have a friend that he went to some games in Japan, and there's some interesting differences. He said that like there's no, there's no like obviously sunflower seeds or popcorn or hot dogs. But they do have like just roasted squid. You could just oh, get. Oh, yummy! Yeah. yeah. So, uh, he said there's like some just weird. They said like roasted squids like a tradition. They said that the mm-hmm. crowd's like really involved too. Like every player has like a song that the crowd gets up and sings when they get up to bat. Huh. So, so it's almost kind of like soccer a little bit with the fan base. Yeah. So the fans are just really involved, which I guess it's a good way to kind of push it to get more interest in it. It's kind of yeah, weird. Hey, whenever I think like about that. going to the ballpark, roasted squid. That's mm. definitely on my mind. That sounds good. How about some mouth. raw some raw squid? I've good. had raw squid. Oh, you're crazy. It's chewy. Yeah, that's what I said. It doesn't sound very good. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's not yeah. great. How about live squid? That would be even better. Now, I've never had live squid. I can I, I can look around and see if I can find one though. I, I mean I wouldn't be surprised. I mean that's a delicacy in some places, so mm. all right. Well let's get back to this. May third. Uh Joe DiMaggio. Wow, he makes his major league debut. Nice, gets three hits. Okay, that's a big milestone there. <laughs> Considering he has the longest hit streak of all time in Major League Baseball. I think it's, what, uh, 56 games in a row he had a hit? Something like that. So good for him. Uh, jockey Ralph Neves unexpectedly revived after being declared dead after a fall. Oh, my goodness. His wife faints when he returned to the track. That's like terrifying. That there. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. So I guess he was just thrown off. Was he like, I, mean, I wonder if he was run over by another horse or like his fall just got it was, knocked him unconscious. It was 1936. He was probably just knocked out unconscious. Somebody was like, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like, oh, yep, go ahead and get the coroner's office. Go ahead. He's gone. Yeah. Seriously, I'd faint too if I saw him walking back after saying he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. All right, June 7th, uh, the Yankees beat the Indians 5-4 in 16 innings. The longest game without a strikeout. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, completely different times. You know, everybody now strikes out. And then, you know, back in the day, striking out wasn't really a thing. So. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that, that'll never be broken. No, surely not. No. Uh, German boxer Max... I think Schell- it's Schmeling. Schell- Sch- Schmeling. Max Schmeling, he K's he KOs up and coming American heavyweight Joe Louis Louis in twelve rounds at Yankee Stadium, and then June twentieth Jesse Owens of US sets one hundred meter record at was it ten point two seconds? Yes, nice. and we're gonna hear a lot more about Jesse Owens coming up because nineteen thirty six Olympic year, oh, uh, last yeah. one before World War. So we'll get to that here in a bit. Yeah. Uh, July third, we had the Wimbledon's men's tennis home favorite. Fred Perry beats Gottfried uh, von Kram of Germany. Nice. Uh, July 4th, Wimbledon women's tennis. American Helen uh, Helen Jacobs wins her only Wimbledon title. On July 10th, the Phillies, Chuck Klein becomes fourth to hit four home runs in a game. Nice. July 17th, New York Giants future Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Carl Hubble begins MLB record 24-game winning streak, beating Pittsburgh Pirates 6-0 at Forbes. 
And July 19th, 17-year-old Cleveland Indians future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Bob Feller makes his MLB debut in relief in 9-5 loss to Senators. Nice. 17-year-old playing MLB. Pretty good. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, you won't really ever hear something like that. I mean, I guess the youngest you'll see now is... uh, Probably 19. You really don't see anybody 18 years old, so... Yeah. Okay, August 1st. You had the 6th. Summer Olympic Games that are opened in Berlin by none other than Hitler himself. What a way to open the games. Um, August 2nd, Tour de France. Slaveria Maas of Belgium wins his second. Oh, sorry, I really messed up your name. Uh, Wins (laughs) his second title. Uh, August 2nd, Americans Cornelius Johnson, Dave Albrighton, and Delos Thurber sweep the high jump medals at the Berlin Olympics. Here's our guy on August 3rd. Uh, sprinter Jesse Owens wins the 100 meter in 10.3 seconds in front of Adolf Hitler in a famous race at the Berlin Olympics. First of four gold medals at the Games. I read an interesting um, book on, I think it was on Jesse Owens's life. And uh, it was about this moment where he wins this in front of Hitler. And apparently Hitler was just furious because he was like, oh. they were super confident they were going to win the race. Yeah. And to lose to a black man, it was just like, he I lost was about to it. say, wasn't a good moment for him. I yeah. think he was, he's probably contemplating his life at that point. So. I think he didn't even come down and like do the award ceremony like he had probably done for not. every other country. Yeah, I remember there's something, something that where them two didn't meet or if they did meet, it was very short-lived and awkward or something. Yeah. I can't remember, but... Uh, yeah, anyway, continue, please. Uh, then again, uh, Jesse Owens wins the 200 meter and world record time 20.7 seconds, his third gold medal at Berlin Olympics. And then August 9th, here he is again. Jesse Owens is part of the American 4 by 100 meter relay team that wins gold in the world record 39.8 seconds at the Berlin Olympics, his fourth gold medal at the Games. Jesse Owens, Alabama native, right? Is he from Alabama? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I know they got the museum uh, somewhere. Pretty sure it's probably some small town, yeah. Yeah. Good on him. August 10th, the first time the Olympic cycling road race is conducted as a mass start event with Frenchman Robert Charpentier and Guy Lapébier taking gold and silver. Uh, August 12th, after 24 years absence, a baseball demonstration game is played between two American teams at Berlin Olympics. Um, on August 14th, United States beats Canada 19-8 in poor conditions outdoors to win the gold medal in the inaugural Ben's basketball competition at the Olympic Games. So the first ever Nin- basketball uh, game in Olympics. 19-8. That's bad. <laughs> well, they said poor conditions. It was probably a like a hurricane or something. I was about to say, I can't imagine playing basketball outside. Yeah, that was the first ever one. Imagine only scoring eight points. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Um, August 15th, Americans make a clean sweep of the three-meter diving medals via Marjorie Gistring, Catherine Rawls, and Dorothy Payton Hill at the Berlin Olympics. August 15th, Carla DeFries, an American tourist at the swimming event of the Berlin Olympics, finds Adolf Hitler, quote, so friendly and gracious she shakes his hand and gives him a kiss. Do you think oh, she regretted nice. that statement? <laughs> I would probably say so. I mean, you know, you feel bad for someone like this too saying that because at the time, I mean, no, they had no idea. Not, they had no idea what was going to happen. I mean, it hadn't really 
kicked into full gear yet. So you know. And they didn't know what was going on in German politics. I don't know what's going on in German no. politics now. So, like, they didn't no. know. They had no access to that. They knew what was going on in their local newspaper. Yeah. And then if they were able to get the national newspaper. They said, know. they said this guy's got a funny little mustache. I, I like him. And they had yeah, no like idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, he's just a murderer, yeah. That just yeah. didn't age well as a, as a quote. That's like, uh, yeah. yeah. We're almost a hundred years later, and we're still she's, her name's still tied to that quote. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. August twenty third, seventeen year old Cleveland Indians future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Bob Feller's debut MLB game strikes out fifteen St. Louis Browns in a four to one win at League Park, oh, no, Cleveland. No big deal, making your starting debut. <laughs> yeah, striking out fifteen strikeouts. Yeah. yeah, that'll also never be broken either. No, surely not. Okay, here we go. September 2nd. We have the NFL Chicago College All-Star Game. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is that what they called it? Well, are you aware of what this is? No. So, um, back in the day, they used to oh, take... Oh, is this like college athletes versus NFL players? They would take the Super Bowl champions and put them against a mix of the best college football players. And it was just a bloodbath oh, every year. Except, it was a, this, this year... They were. It was seven to seven. They tied. <laughs> and seventy six thousand people witnessed that. Yeah. My goodness, I'd be so embarrassed. Of course, it's the Lions. So Who and else? it's and it's not like it's only seniors. It's kind of like this how they do the Senior Bowl now, except they just lined them up against the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> and they and they tied them. Wow. Yeah, they tied them this time around. Yeah, it's usually it's just a just a beatdown. But yeah, no, this time it was a good, good good defense, I guess, this time around. Uh, September 12th, the 50th U.S. National um, Championship for Women's Tennis at Forest Hills, New York. The number three seed, Alice Marvel, beats top-seeded fellow American Helen Jacobs. Nice. Going back really quick, can you imagine if they still did that, though? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be terrible. If you took took the Buccaneers and made them play a a collective group of senior college players that have never played Mm. together... And gave yeah. them a week and said, "You're gonna play this Friday or Saturday, oh, whatever it was." It'd be a it'd yeah. be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking. Um, I mean, you have guys that are, you know rookies in NFL that can't even are having a hard time adjust right now this season. Just imagine guys that haven't even seen the NFL, and probably some of them may not even see the NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I find that hilarious. I wish they'd still do it. Anyway, you can get to would be fun to see. It would uh, be. September 14th, uh, you have the Pirates, future baseball Hall of Famer, outfielder Paul Wanner, Wainer, sorry, ties Rogers Hornsby's NL record of 200 MLB hits for the seventh time. And then September 27th, Boston Redskins and Brooklyn Dodgers play one of only four penalty-free games in NFL history. Wow. Uh, Boston wins 14-3 at Ebbets Field, Brooklyn. That's a pretty interesting stat. I'd never thought about that, but uh, that's yeah. yeah I mean, there would... was a Brooklyn Dodgers NFL team. Yeah, right. But to think that after all these years, I mean, the NFL's been around for like almost a, or they've been around for a hundred years, and to think that they've only had four penalty-free games is, is pretty crazy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, now that you know, penalties are called all the time, so. No. Yeah. You can't wave wave at the crowd without getting a penalty now, yeah. and a ten thousand dollar fine or whatever. Yeah. Um, October 6th, we had the Baseball World Series. Yankees beat the Giants 13-5 to at the Polo Grounds to win the series 4-2. to 
October 16th, Lou Gehrig has voted the AL MVP. Uh, November 22nd, the PGA Championship Men's Golf, Pinehurst. Uh, Denny Shute wins first of his consecutive PGA titles, defeating Jimmy Thompson, 3-2. and two. Oh, so they played, like, match play. So that's interesting. Yeah. I guess it's, uh, they hadn't solidified the format yet. So, so I wonder if they had a tie, and they, their tie format was, oh, you just do match play now. So that's interesting. Yeah. Or unless they just had match play, so that's interesting. You know how golf is, too. They might have just shook on it and been like, I'll buy you a beer if it's you, you can yeah. have it or whatever, you know. So, uh, December 1st, we had the second Heisman Trophy Award, Larry Kelly of Yale. Nice. Uh, December 12th, we had the 1937 NFL Draft. So two drafts in one year, back to back. Uh, we had Sam Francis from University of Nebraska, first pick by the Eagles. So the Eagles got two yeah. first-round picks in a row. Yeah. So you know what's crazy, though, when I think about this? You think of universities like Yale – um, all these Ivy League schools, they have all these Heisman winners. You know, they can brag about, hey, look, back in the 20s and 30s, you know, we had all these, I mean, well, not 20s, but 30s and 40s and 50s, we had these Heisman winners, you know. And then now they're playing, I mean, they play in their old Ivy League because they can't compete with anybody else. Yeah. Then you look at other schools, you know, like Alabama, who only has, what, three Heisman winners? Two? Yeah, and they all came in the last three. 10 years? 10 years. Yeah, 11 yeah. years, something like that. Yeah, so it's kind of strange to think. It is. It is. It's, they fell from grace pretty, uh, pretty hard. Uh, and to wrap out, to to wrap up the year here, nineteen thirty-six on December thirteenth, the National Football League Championship, Green Bay Packers beat Boston Redskins twenty-one to six for the Packers' fourth title. Redskins nice. moved to Washington D.C. for the nineteen thirty-seven season. Hey. Uh, so, uh, Aaron's going to pop back in here. Justin, don't get excited. He's, oh, not, he's not here live. <laughs> but Aaron, why don't you tell us about, uh, Aaron's going to tell us about some birthdays and deaths coming up. So, uh, we'll be right back. Hey, 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 Aaron, we're back. It's for us. It's been merely half a second, but for everyone else, they've listened to nearly an entire episode of me and Justin just babbling along. Aaron, why don't you tell us some birthdays that happened in the year 1936? Wilt Chamberlain, <laughs> shut up, Nala. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, John Madman, Jim Brown. I hope that's good enough. Great. Now, how about the deaths from this year? Who died in 1936? Uh, Johnny Golden. Mm, American John golfer. Heisman. Mm, American football boy. Yep. And John Ringling. Mm, American Circus Boy. The story is don't name yourself John. Don't name yourself. Oh. Yeah, don't name yourself, but also don't be named (laughs) John in whatever year this is. Yeah. So going off those things. They were all named John. Did you get that, Nick? No, yeah, I get it. That's that's good analysis here, and that's what we've been missing. That's why we needed you back for this episode, even if it's for like 30 seconds. That's what we needed. That's what we've been missing. Okay, Aaron, you know you know absolutely nothing about this year except for that it's 1936, those inventions you named earlier in the episode, and now who was born and died. So based off that and nothing else, what do you rate this year out of 100? Mm, pretty pretty terrible. Um, gonna go with a 36. <laughs> All right, 36. I feel like that right. might be high. Yep. <laughs> See ya. All right, Aaron, we love you. We miss you. Wish you the best. Can't wait to have you back on full-time, buddy. Bye. Love you. Bye.
Yep, yep. Uh, Justin, we're back. Oh my gosh, wow. Oh, we took a long, we took about a six hour uh, nap just on the phone. We fell asleep listening to Aaron's boring spill about whatever he's talking about. Uh, but we're back up and we're ready back. to uh, talk about the weird news that we pick out from every year. And Justin, mm. I don't remember what I wrote down, so I wrote this down like two weeks ago, but I'm going to read it for you. Are you ready? Okay, okay. So, yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. Um, the article of this is, I mean, the title of this article is uh, Novel Method for Boosting Civic Pride. So I guess this is about uh, getting people to have more pride in their city. Uh, this is okay. from July 1936. Private citizen Roscoe E. Dixon offered a suggestion to the Oklahoma City Chamber of Commerce concerning how to boost civic pride. He proposed that every day at an unannounced time... <laughs> All fire sirens in the city should start blaring. Everyone nice. within hearing distance would then be required to stop whatever they were doing, turn to the nearest person, vigorously shake their hand, and say <laughs> enthusiastically, We're living in the finest city in the United States. I love it. We need to bring that back. Right now. <laughs> it never got approved. <laughs> Can you imagine nice. just a siren and you don't know when it's going to happen? But you're just on your toes, and then it just it blares throughout yeah, the city. Imagine, and you just and you have like you have guards watching your every move. <laughs> if you don't shake somebody's hand, they just execute you on the spot. Like you're done for. You don't love your city. <laughs> you Dead. just you just have to turn to the nearest person around you. We're living in the finest nobody, city in the USA. Or what, if <laughs> what if there's nobody next to you? I mean, do I gotta just, go? I gotta say to my wall. He's gotta scream it into the void. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if they probably did something like that, they also probably put up some. They put up some way to monitor you, watch you, at every single <laughs> moment of the day. Make sure you say you love your city. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Uh, hey, but yeah, but I mean, they should do that for because a lot of people probably don't really love their city. They should make it where every day they go down to their city hall and they have to scream at the top of their lungs, "I love my city." That would be funny, but I bet it'd get exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, I um, think I'd, I'd live there very much longer. So. <laughs> I've got one more quote. This is cut directly from Time Magazine, 1936. And um, I just want to show you how slow of a news day this day was in 1936. Are you ready? All right. From Time Magazine. The Time Magazine. The National mm -hmm. Magazine. They're, they cover news from across the country. Yep. The title of this is Crow. And the article is one sentence. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, a group of domestic science teachers, doctors, and socialites ate crow at a formal dinner to prove that crow is good to eat. Period. Ew, That's, crow. It. <laughs> That's it. They don't want to try to eat something else? Crow. Why in the world would you want to eat a crow? <laughs> what were they doing it for? Crow <laughs> I mean, is good think, to eat. You know what? You see that bird flying around? Let's eat it. Let's show that it's okay to eat. Where did they get these group, this group of domestic science teachers, doctors, and socialites? I don't even they've know. Studying, socialites studying is their a... whole life. They've just been waiting for this moment for somebody to finally cover this topic that you can eat a crow and you'll be okay. Yeah, I wonder if it's just because whenever I, I guess this was probably the same back then too. Whenever you thought of a crow, you think of something evil. Or something bad is going to happen. Yeah. Um, death. Yeah. So maybe they thought, you know, if you were to eat it, you would die as well. So I don't know. I feel like this, like, 
the owner of Time Magazine was also trying to like get into the crow farming business or something, and that's why they they made them write this. Well, hey, weird. crows are very smart too. I don't know if you knew that, but they are very smart. I've watched. Um, I guess someone was doing like some kind of research on them, and over the years, you know, with stoplights when they've been in place, they they know when a when it's a red light, the cars are stopped, and when it's a green light, the cars are gonna go. Really? Yeah. I mean, they whenever you notice a crow, you know, on the road, they'll wait till the last second because they know, you know, I, I have time to get out of the way. Yeah. So yeah, you should look it up. Uh, they did research. I don't know what year this was, but um, they also talk about how they they have very good memory. Um, hmm. like I think they can remember somebody, and if it's a different person, they make it kind of freaked out or something i don't know but Weird. yeah they're, they're they're pretty smart that's interesting um you know what else is interesting though no what's that <laughs> the, uh maybe the year 1936 we got to rank it justin we got to decide oh out of yeah we got to rank it huh? this one is it's uh so year. i'm gonna go over some of the big things again we have the first ever nfl draft and the second ever nfl draft in the same year Nice. We have the second Sugar Bowl, the second Orange Bowl. Um, we have the 1936 Olympics, which were huge. We had the first players elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. We had um, uh, first Heisman winner, right? Or was uh, that the year before that? I think that was the year before. But we had we had Babe Ruth turning down the Reds. We had yeah, he was elected uh, to the Hall of Fame. Him and Ty Cobb. Yeah, we had the first pro game in Japan. Um, Joe DiMaggio's major league debut. I mean, uh, this is just the birthdays. Wilt Chamberlain, John Madden, Jim Brown. I mean, that's huge. And the deaths, too. I mean, John Heisman, uh, John Ringling, one of the Ringling brothers, uh, yeah. Johnny Golden, American golfer. We had um, another NFL championship with the Packers winning. We had the, the second Heisman win, uh, winner ever. Lou Gehrig voted AL MVP. I mean, this is a this is a pretty big year. Yeah, uh, a lot going on. A yeah, lot of firsts too. So yeah, that's always always considered that pretty big. Whenever there's a first of a of a lasting tradition or award or something. Yeah, uh, a lot of big stats this year too. That like we said are never going to get broken. So, uh, all right, give me um, give me the top. What are our top three rankings so far? Just give okay, me the top three. So. We've got uh, 2016 and 2004 both have a 91. Okay. So 2016 was Kobe's last game, Cubs win the World Series, Rio Olympics. 2004 was Red Sox winning, Pistons winning, Malice at the Palace. Not, 1980s one point lower at 90. Had some Miracle on Ice, Magic Johnson's 42 point night, uh, Muhammad Ali's return. And then 1986 is a big drop to 83. And that's Kareem Abdul Jabbar's 34,000th point, three point line, camera football TV. Bo Jackson switches to baseball. I think it's bigger than 86. But I don't know that it's a 90. No, I wouldn't say it's a 90. I think it's like an 86, 87. Hmm, you know, I wasn't thinking it was higher than the 83. Oh, really? But, I mean, I was thinking like an 80, 81. So if you average it out, what are we at? Like an 84? I'll, I'll go 85 so 80 to 85 eight, I'm gonna say 83 yeah that's uh, 82 and a half okay. so we'll round it up to an 83 okay so that ties 1986 uh, but now we have to decide what um, 
what we want to write down for this year. What's the biggest moments? Oh, the biggest moment. We've, we've got to pick three biggest that we want to come back to. I'd you... probably say Jesse Owens winning all yeah, his gold medals. Definitely. I'm um, just going to put Jesse Owens and the Olympics. Okay. Yeah. And then the, um, maybe the first the NFL first draft. Ever, yeah, first ever NFL draft. And then um, my first, oh, the first ever uh, MLB Hall of Fame, too. Okay. With uh, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb. All right. I think those are three good ones to put in there for that. Yeah. List. All right. Well, good deal. Well, we did it, Justin. We did it. Hey. Maybe, uh, maybe next week we can uh, get Aaron back full time. Who knows? Maybe not. Hey. Yeah. What's uh, what's the next year? What we what we got next? Well, next year is Halloween, and I was thinking, I mean, sorry, next week is Halloween, and I was thinking that maybe we could do 2009 when uh, that bat flew into um, on Halloween. It flew into that Pistons game and that. Whoever it was caught it with his bare hands. <laughs> oh, uh, Ginobili, yeah. The yeah. Spurs, when he was with the Spurs, yeah. Yeah. Caught that bat. So I thought I thought maybe that'd be a good one to do since it's gonna be 2009. Halloween. That's a good year. Okay, yeah. so let's do 2009 next week. Uh, if anybody wants to message in and give us a different year they'd like to see, if they've got a spookier year, yeah, really disappointing. Yeah, I was hoping to see some messages just start pouring in. Oh, we got we got we got a couple. We've got some on oh, Facebook. Well, you didn't tell me that. Why don't you yeah. ever tell me this stuff? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think we're going to do the Halloween one next week, and then we'll get back to those of that people have requested uh, the following week. So Yeah, I apologize. Uh, Nick doesn't really care about what y'all have to say. <laughs> I do. But, uh, I care so much, very deeply. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to your uh, messages. I also apologize for saying nobody's been sending anything in. So, <laughs> way to go, guys. Uh, well, if you would like to send something in, just look at our Facebook page. <clears throat> Rank the most iconic years in sports. Yeah, okay. my Venmo, if y'all would like to know what that is, um, I'll put it on here too. If y'all ever want to donate any <laughs> it'll money. Be, it'll be in the description. If you want yeah, to right here. If you want to fund uh, Justin's extravagant lifestyle, feel free to. Um, yep, uh, very extravagant. I uh, work and uh, go eat dinner and uh, repeat it all over again. <laughs> Uh, you can also email us at rankedsportspod at gmail.com. Follow us at rankedsportspod on Instagram. Uh, subscribe. Leave us a nice little review if you don't mind. And Justin, you have anything you'd like to say in closing? Um, shout out to my fantasy team. We're up to 6-1. and one. Mm. like to start the season. I'll be uh, Aaron today. Or I'm going yeah, to. Hey, That's good. Yeah, Aaron, you're 0-2 against us, so you need to step it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, see you guys next week. All right. Adios. Test, test, test. Here we go. You've been listening to Ranked, the most iconic year in sports history. Please remember to like and subscribe.